Hello and welcome to the I Am Woman Project, where every week we have deep thought-provoking and interesting conversations with thought leaders, change instigators, rule breakers and creative minds who think differently, sparking creativity and inspiration. Our special guests on our show cover a variety of topics just for you, and they share their personal stories to inspire, motivate and empower you, our listener. The I Am Woman podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.iamwomanproject.com.au. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favourite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at I Am Woman Project and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Today we have the positive Janine Sanders, aka Jay Dale. Jay is an experienced classroom teacher, lead author for Engage Literacy, mother of three daughters, and the author of a number of children's books on safe and unsafe touch, such as Some Secrets Should Never Be Kept and No Means No. Jay is a passionate advocate for body safety education to be taught in our schools and homes. She has written numerous blogs and articles on teaching body safety and has published a teacher resource kit on this particular topic. Jay is driven to empower children and provide them with a voice and to let them know that their voice matters. She has a wish to provide children and the community that surrounds them with skills to protect them from sexual abuse, lessening the likelihood of it happening. Jay is doing amazing work in creating awareness. So let's get into it. Welcome, Janine Sanders, to I Am Woman Project. How are you today? Thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me on your um, on your project. That's great. No, I know. It's absolutely wonderful. We're just having a bit of a chat as mm. to what you do, and I just thought maybe you can tell our listeners about how you started Upload Publishing and exactly what you do and why you do it. Okay. Well, I I do a couple of things. Uh, we do have Upload Publishing, and so I wear a number of hats. Um, I'm a teacher and I'm a mum of three daughters, three grown-up daughters. I've also been um, a publisher way back many years ago for Macmillan and uh, was in educational publishing. So one hat I wear is I write children's uh, readers under the name of Jay Dale. But another hat I wear for Upload Publishing is um, I use my married name, Janine Sanders, and I've written some books to empower children. They're books based around body safety, body awareness, and basically they're books to prevent children from sexual abuse. So pretty, pretty tough topic, but one that we all need to have a really good look at. So uh, under that uh, publishing name, Upload Publishing, we produce uh, four books at the moment with two more on the way. And uh, yeah, they're really um, fantastic books to empower children. That's amazing, Janine, what you're doing. How did you <laughs> actually get into it? What made you think this is what I want to do? Because it is, it is a bit of a touchy topic. Mm. Uh, and it is one that, you know, people tend to sort of push under the rug. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, well, I'm kind of drawn to that challenge, really. (laughs) I'm drawn to the challenge that people do push it under under the rug, and that really makes me a little cross. I'm actually not a survivor myself, but um, I just always taught my girls as they grew up um, sort of body awareness. We always called our private parts their correct names. You know, I really wanted them to be quite empowered women. Um, And so I always taught body safety to them. And so when I got to my children's uh, school and I was on school council, I asked them to implement a program, um, some kind of program around teaching children um, these kinds of skills. And every time I brought up the topic, I was put to the bottom of the agenda. So that really didn't make me very happy. And um, I decided to use my writing skills to write a children's picture book um, about this topic. And when I got home from, I remember getting home from that particular um, school council meeting and I said to my husband, you know, nobody's taking any notice of me. I'm going to write a book that kind of... um, parents could use with their children to get the message across about safe and unsafe touch. And he said, oh, you can't do it. It's too hard. It's too tricky a subject. And I said, no, I think this way. So, yeah, that's when I wrote the children's picture book, Some Secret Should Never Be Kept. It's, um, it's written like a fable because children learn, we all learn through fairy tales and fables. And it is, um, it, it's not a information book it's more an actual story about a brave little knight called Sir Alfred and he's tickled inappropriately by a sort of powerful figure and yeah the story goes on from there but it's done really sensitively I hope and uh, the illustrations are fantastic Um, now just a little bit of background there Um, as I said I write under the name of Jay Dale so I went to three publishers to publish this book and none of them wanted to publish it because of the topic so um, that's when my family and I decided this topic was far too important to ignore and we decided to outlay um, the money to publish this book and then when I went to find an illustrator and you know I know a number of illustrators in publishing um a lot of them didn't want to know about it. So I actually was so fortunate in getting uh, Craig Smith, who's well-known in Australia, and he illustrated this book and he still says today that it's one of the most important books he's illustrated and he added so much to to the illustrations. So that's where it began, but also, I feel like I'm rambling here. Interrupt Not me at, at any time. No, I just love the persistence. It's great. Oh, oh yes, I don't give up. I'm sure a lot of women don't. Um, but my neighbour, who I'm very close to, she's an older woman, she was sexually abused by her father and he told her he was you know, teaching her to be a good wife. Sadly for her, she then married... Um, a man who was a perpetrator, and he abused her son and her daughter from as young as they can remember. So that is my neighbour. And um, she would have conversations with me and say, whatever you do when we are educating children, we need to educate them before they're in the perpetrator's web because once they're in that web, it becomes very complex. But before that... Prevention is actually incredibly simple. It's age appropriate. You never have to mention anything graphic or about sex. I mean, why would you? When we teach road safety, when we teach water safety, 
we don't go into anything graphic with children. Well, it's the same with sexual abuse prevention education or what I call body safety. The activities, the, the knowledge, it's all age appropriate and it's very, very empowering. There's no downside. But if a child is sexually abused, I cannot tell you the amount of damage that begins because for many of them, they love this perpetrator. Um, in fact, 95% of children know the perpetrator. So they've trusted them. The perpetrator's groomed the family and the child. So everybody thinks they're marvellous. And so they are very manipulated and, and, and torn. But, it, but with prevention education, as soon as that child gets that first inappropriate touch and their early warning signs kind of kick in, like, you know, feeling a bit sick about it, it feels weird, they know to tell straight away. They just know to go and tell a trusted adult on their safety network straight away. So there you have it. I mean, prevention is a lot simpler than uh, the aftermath of, of a child being sexually abused. I agree. How old do you, uh, you start working with these children or well, as they start reading the books? Absolutely. Look, we have, uh, and from some secrets, then we've now, under our um, the auspice of Upload Publishing, we have other books called, it, under um, another publishing name called Educate to Empower Publishing. So now I have another little children's book called No Means No. So that's more about, um, you know, if I don't want to kiss granny or grandpa, I can give them, shake their hand or give them a high five and that's okay. So we have that book as well. We So that, both those books can be read to children, uh, no means no, from sort of two to eight, some secrets three to, to 12. Um, and then the Body Safety Education Parents Guide is it also a very important resource? Um, it, it's it's not a you know not a large um, document to read. It's quite a small book, but it will educate parents um, about what to look for in grooming or any signs that their child might be sexually abused. So in that book, there's also uh, the ten lessons that you can teach your child, and we suggest that you start. As soon as they begin to talk, you call um, the genitals by the correct name. And there's a, a very good reason for that because in a court of law, if a child says, um, you know, Uncle Fred touched my cookie or my fanny or something, that doesn't hold up. They have to be able to say, you know, I was touched on the vagina. And the other reason is um, if a child is touched inappropriately, they can come up to an adult and say, you know, XX touched me on the penis and then everybody takes notice because there's been instances where children have come up and said to the teacher, oh, you know, this older boy touched me on my cookie or, or touched my cookie and the parents, the teachers just ignored it and said, oh, don't worry, you know, we'll get you another cookie or something. <laughs> so there's some very good reasons why we begin early with the correct names for the body parts. And the, and those are the reasons. Wow, um, and also it's very insightful. It it is, and also another reason is if a perpetrator comes up and touches a child, and this is a child who has knows the skills, they can say, "No, don't touch my penis. My body is my body," and off they run and tell a trusted adult. That perpetrator knows. Oh my God, that child has been educated to tell. 
I don't go near a child like that, you know. And I also on our site, we have lots and lots of free resources for parents and teachers. And one of them is a poster that just on your fridge, you know, my child is educated in body safety. So when a potential perpetrator does walk into your house, they go, ah, that kid's off limits. That kid's educated to tell. Because the biggest thing they're worried about, the most thing that threatens them most is that the child will tell the secret and they'll be believed. And that's another point. We have to educate parents, caregivers, teachers to believe children because it takes a child at this stage three adults before one of them will believe them. And we find we know 98% of children reporting sexual abuse, their, their reports were known to be true. So, you know, um, we need to educate ourselves as well. And we can't let this fear of this topic put our children at risk like otherwise we're just putting them out there into the world ready for these perpetrators and I can tell you the statistics are one in five girls and one in eight boys will be sexually abused before their 18th birthday so they're probably more likely to be sexually abused than they are to break a limb so don't think they're not out there they're very high stats very high so yeah educating prevention education is easy it's it's not a hassle and it's very empowering for young children so Mm. now that you've got a few books out what's the response Mm. from your books and and I guess what's the response now going back into the schools now you've got these Mm. books published yeah, well, um, the response has been fantastic. Some secrets should never be kept is now fairly standard in many kits, um, books, uh, uh, sorry, programs. It's with the um, a large organisation in, in Ireland. Um, it's been put into a kit in New South Wales for vulnerable children. So it's been very well received and also... Um, it's also in China and, and Vietnam, which is fantastic, as are all the books. Um, no Means No is great because it's a little bit, it's not quite as, um, you know, it doesn't go into secrets and inappropriate touch. It's more about empowering a child, so that's been great. But also what I've done now is I have packaged all four books because there's another book called Pearl Fairweather Pirate Captain and that's about gender equality and respectful relationships and they all kind of tie in together because um, Pearl is, you know, most, I, I hate to say this, but most of the perpetrators are men and we, and we know in domestic violence that children in a domestic violence situation are six times more likely to be sexually abused. So therefore we need to start... Um, teaching uh, gender equality and respect so all four books are in now what I call a teacher's a body safety teacher's resource kit and that is all packaged up ready to go into schools any teacher can take it and use it it has two powerpoints one is a powerpoint presentation for um, parents one is a PowerPoint presentation for um, the teachers. It really only because t- I can't be everywhere in school, so it only takes one teacher to say, "Yep, I'll, um, you know, go through this PowerPoint, educate myself through body safety uh, education teachers uh, parents book," and um, 
I will take this on. And it, there are 10 lessons. Oh, so th the school where I've been working uh, last year, they did uh, uh, two lessons over five weeks, so two lessons a week, and uh, we taught it to our preps. It, it's just amazing, so empowering for them, like, you know, everybody knows no means no. <laughs> That's fantastic. And, fantastic. And, and the teacher's resource kit, look, it's really, I've made it really inexpensive. So there is no excuses for schools or kindergartens not to teach this prevention education. And also, you know, we've had kids come up to me and say, you know, blah, blah. He, you know, pushed me in the toilets and then he touched me on my leg and I said no means no and now I'm telling you and I went, fantastic, that's great, we'll have a chat to him. <laughs> so, yeah, it's um, it's great. And mind you, I have to say, um, Catherine, that I do get a little bit of resistance from schools as in they say, oh, we're so busy, we have to teach numeracy and literacy. And my answer to them is, well, if a child is being sexually abused, they're not going to learn your literacy and numeracy that you're teaching. They'll be so um, damaged and in, well, I, I can't even begin to tell you the stories that I hear via my Facebook page from adults who were abused as young children and then, no one believed them. Um, so I, you know, there is no downside to prevention education. It's simple and we just need to get our schools and our parents on board. And I personally can't understand why they don't. Have you spoken to maybe, <laughs> God, maybe government, I think, you know, yes, approach well, that kind of angle? I have. Well, okay. I've spoken to our great Minister of Education, James Molino, before he even came into power. And he has he uh, has put in new safety standards and point six and seven of those new safety standards by the Andrews government are um, basically saying to schools to do make sure it's a safe environment for children and prevention education is done. So I'm very happy with which, which, what is happening in Victoria. But... Um, I, it needs to go down into the schools. Like government is working towards this and it's happening, but it needs to just translate down into the school and preschool environment and kindergarten environment. And parents need to, to come on board as well and see how important this is. I mean, really, Catherine, you've only got to look in the media, haven't you? Like Absolutely. every second story yeah. is about children being sexually abused. So, and I mean, you know, when a child actually discloses, it's an incredibly brave thing to do mm. because if I said to you, tell me your last sexual experience, I mean, that you don't want to share that, right? That's right. That's exactly what a child has to do with the police and other people, share exactly what happened to them mm. sexually. And we're talking rape here. We're not talking just a fiddle or, I mean, I shouldn't say just a fiddle. I mean, we're talking children are being raped. So... I know that sounds harsh, but it's if your reality it is, and if your child knows from that first inappropriate touch that, oh, that's wrong. I've been taught that's wrong. That doesn't feel right. I need to tell someone. Then you can just stop it in its tracks straight away before the grooming continues. So obviously you're very passionate about what you're doing. Mm. You're very driven mm. to empower children and provide mm. them with a voice. <laughs> So what's the best part of your job? The 
best part of my job is when I get uh, texts from people or emails from people saying they have used, they read some secrets to children, um, it's their favourite book. So I know particularly some secrets should never be kept because I know the story is succinct and I know the message will stay with children. I know that those children, that message will stay with them and I know if anyone touches them inappropriately, they'll tell. So that is absolutely brilliant. And every time a teacher's resource kit is sold from our little office here in uh, the Dandenongs, because it's just my husband and I, um, uh, we were a sort of small company. Um, every time I know a teacher's resource book is sold, I know that that kit is going in into in front of maybe 300 children and I know that those children are getting that education and that makes me really happy, really happy. Wow, you're doing such a great thing. Really <laughs> well, no, I, I think all people can. It's a ripple effect, Catherine. If you tell your friend hey, we should be teaching body safety at our school, hey, I should be teaching body safety with my children at home, then they then they'll tell their friend. And, that, and as parents and caregivers, it can be a ripple effect. Like we have, you know, it doesn't have to be someone like me. It's everyone can send the message that, hey, this is really important. And I have a poster that's free on our website under media and posters. It's called five, My Five Body Safety Rules. And... It can be put up and it's very simple and it, luckily for me, Janet Lansbury, um, a parent in person in the US, shared it for me. It shared over 50,000 times. So therefore that went out to so many people who could download that free and I knew that that poster would be sitting in people's offices, schools, homes and the children would be getting those five key messages. And then uh, you tell you asked me what's great about my job. Then a company, uh, not a company, a group in Germany who work with asylum seekers and refugees asked if they could translate that post into Arabic and Persian. So now I know that those children in asylum uh, seek camps in Germany are seeing those posters, that poster. So that makes me happy. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Look what, how much have you achieved. Just well, through your determination, no matter what, obviously, like you were saying, people – uh, you know, it's put, like you said, put you down the bottom of the list. They don't want to see you or they don't mm, want to talk about mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. And you just persevered and have a look sure. at where you are today because of that. Well, the thing is we can all do it though. You know, it's, it, we can all spread this message. In fact, I need people to spread this message. I need people to like join me on Facebook, tell their friends about the resources, tell their friends, oh, yeah, we always teach body safety to our kids. No problem. It's age appropriate. There's nothing to be fearful about. I need um, mums and dads and people to also share this message because it cannot go on. I mean, we have... You know, these perpetrators love when we don't talk about it. They love that we keep it hidden and under the carpet because that's how they thrive. So I say bring them out of the shadows, let's get this out in the open and let's educate our children so that, um, you know, they've got nowhere to go. That's what I say. Oh, look, and Jean, <laughs> that's why we've got you on the show is because of what you're doing. It's, it's amazing. And I, I agree, there's got to be um, more people Mm. to know exactly what you do and so mm. to spread the word. Mm. I need more people to to 
to spread the word and to, you know, just and even just go onto our website and take anything that they're under parents or teachers that are free. I even have letters to agitate your school. So you can download a letter and you can send it to your school council and they have to table it. And it'll say, look, I think we should do body safety for these reasons. So, you know, there's those sorts of <clears throat> um, free resources colouring in sheets for kids, um, teachers' notes, uh, parent notes. So, yeah, just use that website, use those resources, spread the word. That um, And don't think, I think a lot of parents think, look, I keep an eye on my child all the time. It's never going to happen. You know, that is really crazy because these groomers are so skilled at grooming us as well. You know, they're the person who's always available, always happy to drop in and help you with the kids, um, always got a special gift for one, you know, a special child, just there at every which way, you know, and love to play with the kids. You know, I would say just keep an eye. Keep your, keep your parent radar on. That's what oh, I'd say. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, Janine, with the mm. benefits of hindsight, what would you yep. have done differently in your life or career? What would I have done differently? Oh, golly, I don't really know. Um, um, I've always educated my children in this sphere. Um, look, I've... I don't know that I would have done anything differently. I, I may have started started this path a little bit earlier. Um, yeah, look, I can't really think of anything I would have done differently. I'm, that sounds a bit arrogant, doesn't it? But, Not at uh, all, no, because, I mean, obviously um, you're happy with, you know, it doesn't. you don't have to have done anything differently. Um, it might be I that you just may, you relax more or take some time out. It doesn't have to be true. anything True, that's different. true. It might have been that I, um, yeah, I've, I've I've worked always hard all my life, but I've worked from home, which has been fabulous. So I've always had my kids near me, which is, which is fantastic. So um, yeah, maybe just you know relax a little bit more. But you know, if I relax, things um, don't happen, do they? So you've got to not relax too much. <laughs> I know there's a fine balance, isn't it? There is a fine balance. Yes. But so, I mm, go on. I was going to say, what's the best piece of advice that you have mm. ever been given? The best piece of advice that I've been given. Um, now, what is it? I think I wrote that down. Did I? What did I say? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> the be best present and aware. That was the one. Yes, I do. That's right. I would. You've caught me on the hop there. No, I do. Not. I do do meditation now. So that that's a new thing. I should have started meditation earlier. That would have been good. I do meditation, and one of the things in in the meditation that I do is um, that they always say to be present and to be aware. And I think that's probably what I need to do is often I'm thinking of the next thing like I, I've already got a new book on my mind um, which is happening which is called um, My Body What I Say Goes so um, I'm always thinking of the next thing the next thing so I think I have to just stop a little bit and be where I am today and you know enjoy the sunshine and enjoy the, the place where I live and be more aware of my surroundings rather than moving on to something so and also with your children you know for the mums and dads and caregivers that are listening I think that you know that I remember people saying to me oh the time goes so quickly when they're little and I thought oh yeah sure 
Yeah, sure. Well, you know, it actually does. It goes really quickly. And now my children are all kind of growing up. Um, I do think that um, it would have been good to maybe just spend a little bit more time being present with them when they were younger rather than thinking, oh, my goodness, who's sick now and where have I got to go now and when's kinder on and, yeah, just a little bit more aware. Mm. So, Janine, I've got a couple of questions for you. You sure. talked about meditation. What kind of mm. meditation do you do? I do. Uh, I download an app actually for called Headspace. It's not the Headspace we have in Australia, which is for mental illness. It's a Headspace um, in the UK by Andy, who's an ex-monk, and he just um, walks you through you learn you do your 10 minutes first and then he'll uh, talk you through that and as you progress through through the stages you're up to sort of 20 minutes um without any assistance and yeah it's fabulous it's really it's actually my husband and I both do it and it really has actually changed our lives I have to say yeah I, I'm I'm a, a big on meditation I yeah you at five o'clock every morning and I meditate fantastic yeah I love it. so how did you learn Catherine what did you how did, did you well, I think for me it was years ago I think you know I used well many moons ago so I'm talking about 22 25 years ago I used to have a healing center I was really into all the esoteric ah, stuff so uh, uh, meditation has uh, uh. always been part of my life um mm. And I think, you know, when I was younger, I was always seeking for something, you know, spectacular to happen, you know, in meditation. Mm. And I was always <laughs> seeking outside when it, once I just let it all go and got out of my way, I was, it was mm. really just all, it's all about being present internally and just um, be the true. observer of your thoughts and mm. just allow that to flow. And I find that when there's, you know, busy days and I don't have time to meditate, mm. which is really mm. rare. I feel the difference, you know. My, yep. I have, I'm more proactive when I meditate and I set my intentions compared to not mm. meditating, and then I'm very reactive. Absolutely, absolutely. Look, and my husband gets up at six every morning. I'm not quite so disciplined. I sort of find my time through the day, but it has really made me slow down a little bit. And as I said, be present. Um, in everything I'm doing, rather than rushing on to the next thing, and um. And, and also, I used, many years ago, I used to do yoga, but I haven't been able to. I've had a neck operation. But um, that was also very grounding and um, we did meditation in that and I just, I just love it. It's just changed our whole perspective on everything really and I, I recommend everyone do it. Mm. Oh, absolutely, because you're taking that time out for yourself. Mm. And I think that's self care is so important. I it is. Do enough of it. And especially mm. when yes. you're from home. We, we tend to work crazy hours because it doesn't really feel like we're working because we love what we're doing. And exactly. then working from home, it's, 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 a, it's a bit of a, uh, you get caught up in this rut where you just keep working, working, working. And then when you finish one thing, I could relate to it, then I, what am I going to do next? It's mm. a very entrepreneur kind of mind where it is. it's like once you finish a project, you've got to start another one and you're mm. constantly, you know. So this year I actually made a, a decision to simplify my life and mm. just do the one thing and be present with that one thing and not think about the future but just be, be in the present moment. And that's taken me, up, I think, up to now to perfect it. Mm. Um, it's taken me quite a few months to get there but it's um, it's been quite blissful. Mm. I, I think you sound like we've been on a bit of the same path because last year I – I was trying to crazily do three days teaching prep and trying to do my writing and trying to do, you know, the little readers and everything. And this year I decided, like you, 
that I'm just going to focus on the writing and that's why I'm not going to so much go to schools and teach body safety. I'll actually, you know, package this up as a kit and they can do it And because you, you're exactly right. You need to do be present and do one thing incredibly well and love it and enjoy it. And I find too with the meditation and having this different perspective is because I hear such Hello. Yeah. Oh, can you hear me? I can now. You just cut out for a little second oh, there. Oh, sorry. Completely cut I, out. I'm sorry. Oh, That's dear. Okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, so I was just saying having the break from what I hear and read on the net in the work that I'm doing, you know, it's really important to, like I walk and I do the meditation because, you know, I have to... I have to get away from some of the, the things I read and, and hear about. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you sleep at night? Do you worry at night? <laughs> knowing, like, obviously, you're really mm. uh, into this and you read a lot about uh, mm. what's going on. And it, it, does it keep you up at night? Well, no, because what I'm trying to do is focus on the prevention. So, like, if I into into this I'm not a psychologist so if I went into the space where where the children have been so badly damaged and adults have been so badly damaged I really don't know that I could cope I would have to have debriefing so what I try to focus on is what I can do that is positive and that's prevention that's before it happens to this generation of children so that's that's my main focus and so yes look I am a bit of a you know I do grind at night and dream crazily so yeah I try to unwind a little bit Bit, you know just watch some tally or have some time with my girls and stuff and um but as I said if my focus is on something positive which is prevention then I know that you know that's the best way that I can help absolutely but, mm. so if you were to pick one word that best describes your personal brand what would that be would be empowerment. Empowerment, beautiful. Yeah, empowerment. Empowering children, empowerment, empowering particularly women and girls to feel, um, you know, feel really strongly about themselves, walk tall. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, empowerment would be the word. Love it. So um, as we do with every show, we always wrap up with three golden nuggets. So what would you like to give uh, to our listeners uh, three golden nuggets? Okay, so you're going to have to um, remind me what I said when I wrote these down. <laughs> what did I say? So you've got educate your children. Absolutely. So that would be the first one, yes. Educate your children in body safety education, yes. Then what did I say? Okay, and then you said try to step outside your own life at times and give back to others in some small way. Yes, that's very true. I think we all get very wrapped up in um, in what we're doing and um, think, you know, oh, I'm just all too busy. I can't do anything to help anybody else. But in fact, you can in a very small way. You can, you know, just be kind to someone or just, um, you know, let that person in who who's wanting to come in into the traffic or just little things like that that you can do and just step away from what you think is your problem because there are many people with, you know, very large problems and um, sometimes we get wrapped up that this is just bigger than what it actually is. I mean, I know that many people do have uh, massive problems, but sometimes they um, 
you know, they're not as big as we sometimes think. And also, um, if people could help help with the body safeness and spread the word, that that is the small thing, but it's a massive thing as well. That could be a massive thing. Mm. Excellent. Well, Janine, it's been an amazing uh, conversation, uh, a unique conversation, I have to say, and very insightful. So thank you so much for your time and your energy and uh, and thank you for what you're doing. I think it's amazing. Um, how do our listeners find you? Okay, so my website is Educate to Empower Publishing. So that's, no, actually, it's it's actually shortened. It's E and the numeral 2 and then epublishing.info or they can just look up some secrets should never be kept and they're sure to find me that way. But the as I said, the website is e and then a numeral two with another e, publishing.info and there's heaps of information there and please follow me on Facebook. My Facebook is under some secrets should never be kept and please just continue to spread the word to empower kids um that would be so great janine thank you for your wonderful work keep up the good work and <laughs> thank, thank you. you so much for your energy and uh, educating us you're very welcome thank you thank you very much that brings us to the end of the show if you have any questions, please send us an email to jennifer at iamwomanproject.com.au or Twitter at iamwomanproject and we will get right back to you. If you were listening to this podcast on iTunes, please make sure you leave a review or rating about the show. We would love to hear your thoughts. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Until next time, please take care. <music>